0: Hey friends, welcome to Real Stories of Life with God, a podcast with a pretty explanatory title because that's what we're here for, a conversation with real people about their unique life with God. I'm your host, Chelsea Eubank, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's jump into today's episode. Hannah, thanks for talking to me. I'm excited about connecting with you and talking about love for Jesus. Tell us a little bit about you.
1: I am not very interesting but just a few little tidbits is um so I'm not from the Augusta area I'm actually from Chattanooga Tennessee and I have played soccer my whole life well up until now but uh played when I was younger and played soccer in college and that's how I met Tyler my husband because he played football in college I just had my first show six months ago
0: in case people didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> so cute. So cute. And so y'all, let's see, how long have y'all been married? Um, so just right over three years now. Three years, June.
1: Yeah. Can you believe it was that long? Oh, you
0: were there. So fun. I know. I know. <laughs> so hot so, that day. It was so hot, but it was <laughs> so fun. I want to read a couple of the verses that kind of stirred some of my heart behind the questions. So it's from Matthew 22, 36 to 40. When Jesus was asked which commandment in the law was the greatest, he said, the love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. And the second, love your neighbor as yourself. So what currently stirs your love for God?
1: I of all this.
0: And I just like jotted down a few notes of some
1: things. So. I was like, what stirs my love with God? What makes me like happy and feel my best self and feel like I'm really connecting with the Lord? And I put just like a nice jog on a sunny day, especially before having Copeland. I would do that a lot and I'm trying to figure out how to do that more now having him. And like, you know, it's harder to just get up and go. But I used to, especially on the weekends, like I would go out and mow the lawn or do something and. I would just be like, I'm going to go run, and I would go down on the greenway or on the walk and just, like, go on a little run, and I it, like, just made me feel so good, and I could just worship or just talk to God, and I would say that's one thing, and I have two others, worshiping for sure, like, when I'm feeling just, like, in a funk, I just know that I haven't done that in a while, I'll just turn on some worship music, and it really does just, like, reset everything. And then I would say good conversations with friends too. So I definitely love this right now. Like if I haven't talked to a friend in a long time, either via like face or phone, once I just like catch up with a friend, I'm like, just feel so much better. And like hearing what's going on in people's lives, good things going on or stuff that they need praying over. i would say those are like
0: the main things for me. I relate to all of those. (laughs) those. I'm like, me too. Me too. Me too. (laughs) Okay, so in contrast to that, what currently stifles your love for God? So this one, I had
1: to like put some more thought behind. Also, a few things. I don't mean to stay on the theme of like three, but it, it just kind of <laughs> that way. Ultimately, I think this is probably what everyone would say, but like just busyness in general, having too much to do or not managing my time well, and becoming overwhelmed. And then bouncing off of that, like when I stress about things I can't control. I have really been trying to focus on truly just like when I know I can't control something, like let it go, like keep your hands open. I would say that's something I really have to work on. And I feel like I get so self self self-focused in those moments. What was me or like focused on me and I have to really work hard to remember to be like, Hey, Anna, or like, okay, Lord, (laughs) like remembering God in that and I have to like really fight in those moments. So I would say just like when I get so obsessed with things that I can't control that really like, you know, there's nothing that can separate us from the Lord. Right. But that like makes me feel like I'm separate from them. like, I would like really have to try to get, get back to them. I also love being at home or like just alone by myself, like taking care of what I need to take care of here or just like waking up and literally not having any plans and like making the day be what it is. Like that is so like, oh, wow, no plans, like, that's great, and so sometimes, when I do make plans with friends, I, like, get, like, kind of anxious about it, I'm, like, like I really would love to just, like, nothing gives my friends, but I'm, like, just, I'm just tired, or I just, I really would love to just not leave my couch, or, like, mm-hmm. not leave my house, but then, when I do, and, you know, and it's been a while, I'm, like, you know, meet up with my friend or they come over or whatever. I'm like, I'm having the best time. Like, I've missed you. I love you. This is really filling me up. On the flip side, like when I haven't, again, I feel like I get so focused on me. Mm. So I guess the theme here when I am so selfish and self focused, mm. I, my love for the Lord is like hindered or stifled.
0: That's what I think. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I can relate to everything you said, Uh, especially the busyness, internal and external. I think there is something in there that's very valuable for us when it's so tempting to find comfort or joy or identity in our productivity in what we can do and what we can get done. Yep almost like me feeling better about things. Yeah. But me controlling all the variables. You mentioned open handedness, kind of going through life, going through the day, more trusting than controlling. Yeah. It's hard.
1: I have a friend, (laughs) um, she told me that her mom had told her like about having kids. She said, having kids is learning how to let go your whole life. And I was like, dang, that's so good. But it also, I feel like applies to like every area of life too. You can only do what you can do and the rest isn't up to you.
0: Something the Lord is teaching me lately is a lot about being quiet yeah, and like solitude because I'm terrible at solitude. Me too. As much as I love people and like to be, and also like to be alone, being in the silence is very hard for me. Yes.
1: Oh my gosh. So on that same note, like literally the past two or three days, I guess what's today? Friday. So probably Tuesday or Wednesday, I just like deleted Instagram and I just texted Tyler and I was like, he's been telling me for so long. Like you're on your phone too much, you're on your phone too much, but I just did it. I don't know. I just was, I was like, I really am like, I am on here so much. And so I just deleted it. And I do feel like I I think aside from busyness or just like not being able to sit in silence. Like I turned to my phone in so many of these moments when I really could, like, when I'm like, wow, I haven't been still before the Lord in a long time. And it's like, oh, well, I wonder why, because you didn't know how to just sit there and be with God. Like you had to be doing something else in that moment. Maybe it feels like just
0: sitting and being with God, isn't doing something quote unquote. I think we just get in these habits there. Yeah. It's quick to check, quick to look. Yeah, and without even thinking, I pick up my phone or I play something. I, it's hard for me to sit in in silence. But I wonder yeah. if we reframe it. I read one time that silence is like tearing down all the scaffolding or all the clutter that we build up in our heart and mind. We can't really see the Lord, we can't hear him clearly. Yeah. These other voices that we're listening to or reading. Yeah. And so I, there is probably something to simplifying john and i learn a lot about simplicity it's kind of a value for our family and we're really kind of wrestling through what that looks like yeah simplicity of like habits of phone usage or tv watching or mm-hmm. or even just simplicity of our calendar simplicity yeah. of what we spend money on um, sure. I'm just trying to really reframe the lord is my shepherd i have all that i need I have All yeah i shall not
1: want. right in like,
0: this moment Could I be doing other things? Could I be accomplishing something? Am I finding more peace and joy in what I can do? Yeah. Or in receiving that from him? That's so
1: good. Yeah. You know, I want to say like a praise really fast. I've been like, my friend, she, anyway, asked me to pray. She was like, will you just pray for this for me? And I really have like been so intentionally praying for her. Over the past probably like three weeks, and she's pregnant. Oh, cool! And I'm not, and I'm not saying that that was like because me or whatever, but it's cool to know that. Like, I spent time on her behalf, mm-hmm. and like I saw that come through, and so that's very personal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it made it personal to me, and I can like send a praise up to God for that. So, just something as simple, so simple as that.
0: In light of all of that, let's fill in the blank. The truth that God is blank means a lot to you because blank. This might change like the structure of the sentence a little bit,
1: but I think the truth that God is a pursuing God means a lot because I have done things in life that are so unworthy of his love, but he wants me and pursues me anyway. I just think there's something that really strikes a chord with me, just the act of being pursued. Like when I am running away, but yeah, I'm still being chased after it really just like does something
0: to me. (laughs) I love that. So true. And the steadiness of God, you know, the steadfastness of him to pursue no matter what.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I think it not only helps me when I do turn back to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Filling me with joy and love and peace, but even it's motivating to choose him. Right. If that kind of God, even if I said no right now to him would still desire me or want to care for me, then I'm going to say yes.
1: (laughs) Right.
0: Right. Yeah. My favorite verse is Psalm 23, six. I hope I
1: got those numbers. Right. I think so. (laughs) Um, But it's like, surely the goodness of the Lord will pursue me all the days of my life. And like, I just feel like that's been so true in my life and it's so evident. And I don't know, just, I get this visual of like me literally to running as fast as I can and like tripping over things and like falling and I'm like scratched and bruised up, but I'm still like running away. And the Lord is like doing those same things to get to me, climbing over those mountains and like, you know, jumping through hoops to keep coming after me no matter what. Who I
0: could cry with that visual.
1: I know, I know that, I know. So <laughs> honestly saying, even talking, even talking about it makes me emotional.
0: So our last question is, what is something you are looking forward to? Okay, something I'm looking forward to is, and I've been planning
1: and chatting with friends about it, is my sister-in-law's bachelorette trip is coming up um, in September. We're going to Rosemary Beach. So, so it's like less than... Three weeks away or like right at three weeks away. And I just, I'm excited
0: to be at the beach and
1: celebrate her and
0: just have some time away. Well, Hannah, I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very much. Of course, Yeah, it was so fun. Listening friends, it means a lot that you added us to your day today. Thank you so much. Wherever you find yourself on your journey with Jesus, I hope you finished this episode with your faith cheered, refreshed, or strengthened. Until next time.